what's going on? How's it hanging? How's it happening? Because you guys notice this is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast. Happy day after love day. It is February 15th, already halfway through February. And we've got a band that's returning to the Chord Progression Podcast. And one that always, always, always brings the heat when it comes to pure hilarity. So before we get jump into that, I want to thank our sponsors first, Phoenix Fitness. Yes, we are halfway through February. So how are those New Year's resolutions going? Any of you who had those resolutions, you know, get in shape, get in the gym, get fit, pump iron like Okay, that was really weird. But if you guys fall, fell off that, you know, I understand. But if you're going to continue to keep going, great. So, you know, if you want to get back, you know, on the wagon, keep working out, keep going crazy at it, absolutely go for it. Myself, though, I've been doing it like crazy. So if you want to keep, you know, reaching those fitness goals, pumping iron, you know, hitting as best car you can, go for it. But another great way to you know, continue to make sure you do that is to prepare right and recover right. Make sure your body is operating at its most optimal. And that's where Phoenix Fitness comes in. They have many different supplements to help your body be the best possible, your workouts be the best possible, and for you to achieve your fitness goals. So what do they supply us with? Well, they have different pre-workouts with stimulants and their stim-free stuff as well. I use the stim-free pre-workouts because, well... Honestly, I, I do, you guys say my energy on these podcasts. You've heard my energy on these podcasts. Do I need caffeine and stimulants? Uh, hell no. So I am good with the stim freeze. Be silly recovery compounds you take after workout to help your uh, muscles recover and absorb all the nutrients. Protein shakes or AM, PM, and directly after your workout to get the protein in you to help rebuild the muscle. Creatine to help build muscle, uh, multivalently, anything you might need to help achieve your fitness goals. Phoenix Fitness has for you. So our listeners of the Core Progression Podcast get 15 one five percent off using the code msozfnxfit.com link description below thank you phoenix fitness our second sponsor is custom debuts now yeah you guys might notice that wall behind me the one you see the popular monster box right there yeah that wall is empty i've got an 18 by 24 frame under that table right there and it's waiting for post be fill up and i still have yet to do this but i know i need to at some point you need to go to custom debuts to get me a custom poster to put up and be the coolest person around there with the best custom post possible so what do they do so here's what happens you type in the name of a band that you like, any band that you like, artists like whatever it is. Then you can either give them the name of an album that that band made or the name of the song that band made. And they will create a custom poster based off that information for you. If it's the album, they'll do the album artwork and a crazy, like, cool listing of the tracks and give you the coolest poster possible. If it's a song, they will put the lyrics on a poster in a crazy way for whatever you want to do with that song. Now, they will send you a proof in 48 hours of what it could potentially look like. And if you like it, great. Go for it. If you don't like it, you can tell them what you want to change and they'll make those changes for you. And when you're ready to go, they can print it either poster paper, a canvas print, or an aluminum metal sign. Be the coolest person in the shop, in the garage, in your office, in your rec room, whatever it might be. We got you covered on that. So our listeners get 10% off using the code CPP10 at Custody Abuse website. Link description will think Custody Abuse. Now, on our feature presentation. I haven't had this band on the podcast since June of 2020. I found them on Instagram. And since then, it's been a year and a half and... Well, let's put it this way. They've come out with new music. They're working on some crazy music. And they've gone on two separate tours with Gemini Syndrome. Their second tour, Gemini Syndrome, they went also went out with a band called Outlier. You might remember Outlier, Joey Arena, one of my favorite guests all time on the podcast. And now we bring back Noah. Is it Noah? I think so. Wait a minute. If I got that wrong, I'm going to be real mad at myself. Yes. Noah, Julian, and Ollie from the band Pushing Veronica talking about new music, the tour stories they have with Gemini Syndrome, and just some of the best stuff around. So are you guys ready to roll? Because I sure as hell am. So enough with me. Let's go! Yeah. 
Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast. You might remember this band. They were on the podcast back in June of 2020. And now as we enter February of 2022, we're going right back at it with them once again. I got to see them play live in 2021 on a tour with their friends in Outlier. And of course, the headliner, which was Gemini Syndrome. And when I say these guys are one of the funnest bands to see live, I freaking mean it. So please welcome Julian, Noah, and Ollie from Pushing Veronica back to the Core Progression Podcast. So guys, welcome back. Yo, thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thanks for being on, guys. How is everything going, you know, in your guys' world is for the past, well, year and a half and right about now? Rad introduction, man. It's so good to be here. Uh, We love you, Kevin. I can't believe we finally got to meet in person last year. So we've just been coasting off that. Like we had two amazing tours last year. Now we're back home writing and recording as much as we possibly can and just Definitely. playing together all the time, working on new covers and just trying to be as creative we, as we possibly can before we hit the road again. Man, 100%. That's, a, that's a lot to go in there. I mean, two tours in 2021, <laughs> constantly working on new stuff. We got more new shows coming from you guys in 2022, new music, everything. My God, this is going to be a good year. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. sir. We hope so. It will be. It better be. So I kind of want to jump into it right away with you guys, because I know you guys have been working on new music and getting in the studio, working with a couple of new people. So I got to ask, what's it been like getting in the studio, working with a couple new people? What's it been like with this process of making new music, you know, beginning of 2022? And basically, how's it been going? It's been going great. Uh, Getting in with new people and experimenting is like it's a solid deal. Uh, It's really fun experimenting with a bunch of different things getting some new sounds and overall yeah it's just great yeah so a lot of a lot of you guys uh we're so happy that we've had such an incredible like loyal following ever since we hit the road people have been staying in touch with us and so supportive and connected so um some people may know our previous drummer brady who is still like family to us um but unfortunately he left the project last year so on these two new singles that we're working on, we have Zach Wood from Like a Storm playing drums, and he's just fucking murdering it. He's just incredible. So oh, it's just a language. total honor. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll clean it up. But I'm just, I'm just excited, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, and we're working with a, a new producer, Dave Schiffman, on these two new singles. So we're just so pumped to show people what this new era of PV is gonna bring and like reward all the incredible people who have supported us and made this all happen. Definitely. We're going to have a new era of pushing rock. And you guys got Zach Wood from Like a Storm, you know, r- working with you on the drumming for this, which is absolutely incredible to have a, a great drummer like Zach working with you guys, adding more to the music as well. And as for me personally, as long as that energy that you guys have in the music and that you guys play with the show that I saw you play live on, if you're able to continue to translate that into the new music that you're working on and keep going with that, my God, this is going to be something where, you know, people are going to go and see the band live. They're going to hear the band for the first time, either on Spotify live, whatever it might be. And there's going to be that energy. There's going to be that attraction from just this positivity, this fun time that they're going to have. Just listen to you guys play live and all of a sudden, you know, get into a crowd that's going to be a little bit rambunctious. And next thing you know, the crowd's <laughs> going to go absolutely ape crazy. You guys are going to start mosh pits left and right. And if you guys break my face because of a mosh pit, it'll be okay. 
There you have <laughs> we're just it. talking we we're just talking before the podcast about like your face is your money maker right now you've got this whole how are you going to do it what would you do if you got uh you got to be a little more careful in the mosh pits now that you're a celebrity. break your face well, I mean, careful in the mosh pits, yes, but luckily all my injuries have, I have been, you know, non, well, I actually have most injuries that have been face related, but my big one was not face related. My big one was a broken finger, which I ended up just getting reset, taped up and went back in. Oh my God, go. man. That's, that's a lover of music right there. That's, that's what awesome. it means so much to us about like how you found us. Cause you discovered us on Instagram, I think just scrolling mm -hmm. through social media and you track down the lead. And you asked us if we wanted to come on the podcast and you've just been like, the fact that you saw us from, from some kind of algorithmic thing and you leaped on it and you decided like, I'm going to support these guys. I'm going to go out of my way. It's just like, we've, we've seen so many incredible people who are so generous with their time and their energy. We just want to say thank you for like supporting us and taking that. Yeah. It means the world. <laughs> Oh, you're very welcome guys on that front, because as much as I'll say is I was glad to have found you out that way as well, because I mean, just being able to listen to music and just kind of getting into something that like, you know, that upbeat, like more like punk rock infused taste you guys have with your, what I remember was called the ball pit rocks. I was like, my God, this is a lot of fun. And the craziest thing about it too, is through the podcast. Well, even if there was, even if I wouldn't have been able to like reach out to you guys and do something like that. Just because the way the podcast had grown, I would have actually ended up seeing you guys anyway at that show because you guys were playing on that uh, Gemini Syndrome tour with Outlier, and I've had Joey Arena, their lead singer on the podcast, I think three times up to this point. Him and yeah, I became yeah. good friends off it, so I would have like seen you guys anyway, and at that point, I've been like, I have to get this band the podcast. Like this is too <laughs> much fun. Like I already knew that. Like if that would have, if I would have found you guys, it would have been a decision like that after your set. <laughs> so much, man. Thank that you. Thank you. It would have been absolutely insane. But going back into some of the new stuff as well, because you guys said you've been experimenting with some new things in there. What have been some of the coolest things you've been experimenting with with your sound without giving too much away so that, you know, the fans that are listening, the people that are listening, kind of get a little bit of an idea of maybe what might be to come next, but keep it open up for it's like we have to check this out when it comes out because we're not necessarily sure what it is, but we're excited as hell for it. Absolutely. We're uh, definitely experimenting with a more raw approach, that's for sure. But we're still keeping it true to us as well. Yeah, it's like so. So uh, a little, a little bit of a difference here is that these are our first two songs that we've recorded in a real studio with like raw, like real instrumentation, just like fucking in your face, balls to the wall kind of thing. So. I mean, for you to say that you love our live show for the energy, like that's our that's our favorite thing is to be able to play all together at once and just feel the like the the indescribable feeling in the room of everybody just going all out. Um, so these new recordings are gonna are gonna have that sense, or, or at least we hope so, of like everybody playing together, feeling each other's intensity and like turning up as loud as we can go. So we're so proud of uh, how they're sounding, and we're so excited to share them with you. Raw energy and tenacity. I got to ask you a little bit, expand a little bit more on that, Julian. What you mean by like just the rawness of it, just to really add more to it? Because when it comes to the overall style that you guys have, because I do love that style. I do love the energetic, especially more that punk rock infused style. What do you mean more by the raw stuff of it? Because you've got me intrigued and I want to know more, man. Well, the raw stuff is like what I'm saying. We're trying to cook it in a way so, it, like all he said, where it captures our energy in the production. We're just going, like he said, balls to the wall, just playing the songs out. Rather as than, loud as loud as we as can. As loud make as it, we can. You know? 
rather than this- sitting. I'm gonna tilt this. Rather than sitting in like a, in front of a desk doing everything, like you said, in the studio all together, just gnarly. <laughs> the best part is that I feel like you can feel like on some of my favorite albums of all time. I feel like you can feel the band creating uh, over the course of the al- album. Like I, I feel I can picture the biopic where one guy plays a part and the other guys are like, oh, that's so sick, bro. You've got to record that, that whole thing. So to be able to get to experience that and to have some of that, like the, the fun of just it all being present on the recording is just such a blast. And we're so excited. So now you guys got me even more intrigued as well. Cause like some of the stuff I was working on, like the, right before we shot this, I was working on a brand new video, crazy video. I was doing a surrounding uh, American idiot by green day. Yeah. And now I'm starting to think about like listening to that song. It's like just from that intro riff, just to start out the song. Like you can imagine the biopic moment of, holy crap, we have to work with this. Like, I don't care wh- how this song ends up like building off, but that riff needs to be a part of this album. So, and then we were talking about bringing that rawness to it. It's more like instead of, you know, bringing, you know, bringing the music to the live show, it's like you're bringing the live show to the recording studio the recording. and really trying to bring out all the energy you guys have so that when people listen to the album, it's like they're really feeling the energy that you're bringing of a live show in a full-on recorded version, whatever you're working on, so that when they do go and see you live, it's like now you're getting to actually experience all of it live, and you can feel it, but you have this extra notion of you know emotion on top of it because you guys are playing it live. It's right in front of it. It's live music. You're feeling that energy. You're feeling the crowd from it, and it just can't be stopped. It's contagious at that point. Yep. So That's, rich, man. You exactly. captured that exactly. Like rock, rock music is the most cathartic thing in the world. When a band is, it's all quiet, like, like uh, the loud, quiet, loud thing on that Nirvana is so famous for. Like the fact that they start off quiet and then you can feel them t- like turn on their distortion pedals and you can feel Dave Grohl being a beast on the drums. Like, but it's just a switch that they flick. That feeling when that happens, is just like, you just a whole rush of dopamine. And mm-hmm. live, live, it's one thing to see the audience reacting and to see like people, you know, dancing a little bit. And then when the, and then when the, like the drums and the bass kick in and everything just like room, everything, everybody jumps and it's insane. And we want to, we want to capture that, that feeling on tape. As on much tape. As we want to see people in their cars doing that. Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, that's a good way to describe it. I want to see people in their cars having that moment of just like that anthony and using Nirvana as an example that is perfect because think about, you know, smells like teen spirit where you listen to the verses. It's really cathartic. It's really low. And yeah. all of a sudden you get into the pre-chorus and you get that slow build up there, that energy. Though in the chorus, it's, I mean, everyone from 1991 was just banging their heads at that exactly. point. Right? When right. It gets going. And there even you go, go like, because you brought up Dave Grohl, let's go to the Foo Fighters, take a look at a song like All My Life. I mean, it has that exact same pattern mm-hmm. through the intro. Then all of a sudden it just hits right away and you're flying at that point. So exactly. being able to bring that, you know, rock music experience, that live music experience to a recorded version is something I honestly do think gets lost a little bit in time with the way music is being made today because a lot of it is done, you know, behind the scenes. A lot of it, you know, when it comes to recording, there is a lot of production that does get put in it. Now, don't get me wrong. Some, you know, you can put a lot of production in it and the song can sound absolutely killer, both live and in studio as well. But there always is a little bit of a special place for that rawness, for that just raw tenacity, that raw energy to come in because... It, honestly, I feel like it, it appeals more to a, you know, human nature, human emotion, because it's not as produced, it's not as synthesized, it's not as computerized when it's raw. It has more of this basin, you know, 
raw, rugged humanity kind of style stuff. So you really get a feel of that. And that's when you get, you know, those crazy moments where someone's driving their car, listening to your music and just banging their head like crazy. And the people next to them are like, what the heck's going on there? And you're sitting <laughs> red light going, I don't give a fuck. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it feels like playing in the Midwest is that everybody's just like ready to have that moment in front of them. There's no judgment. Everybody's just like, come in. And if you're not head banging, you're the weirdo. Basically. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's the best feeling in the world. That's why you guys got to come back to the Midwest and play some more shows. So you can get that Darn. feeling back of actually seeing everyone just go like, fuck yeah. And all of a sudden there's the one person <clears throat> that has their beer like that. We're like, okay, that's a little odd, <laughs> but whatever they're, ha- they're doing their own thing. Let's just keep right. you know, do, having our exactly. fun. Everybody's so tolerant. It's fucking amazing. They just love music. Absolutely. And now, I mean, when you guys come out with that new stuff too, please, please, please make sure that, you know, even though I'm going to be able to see it on all your different social media platforms, I'm going to be, you know, keeping tabs on Please let me know because I want to hear it right away when it comes out. Absolutely, man. For sure. As much as everyone, I do want to jump to Noah a little bit on this one as well because he's been a little bit quiet this whole entire time. So, Noah, with this whole entire recording process, how has this all been, you know, on your end, especially with more of this raw energy being brought to the fold in the experimentation? It's been crazy because we've been trying so much new stuff with this new material. Like, so when we went to record, I usually just record on that Warwick back there, that red one. But I brought all three of these bases over here and that silver one has flat wound strings on it. And just like we were trying all these different sounds and uh, and just like that whole process was super new to us, but uh, but I think we all loved it and we got to use our pedal boards this time. And just that whole experience of being in the room and being able to like have the drums like actually vibrating against you, you know, just it, it, it helps you feel the music so much better. Well, another way to kind of think about it as well is when you're, you know, recording this stuff as well, and you can actually feel, you know, like you're saying the drum vibrations from right behind you when you're playing, it does bring more of that live feel to it. It brings more of the emotion to it, even though, you know, it's still kind of like a simulated version of it. But what it does, it gets the closest you can to it. So you can actually put out that full on emotion, that full on potential passion, energy, whatever it is that you would feel in a live show right on the record at that moment, because your body is feeling the emotions and feeling the different sensations that are going on, you know, what you feel like during a live show. You're being able to get that and all of your sudden, you know, it's going to end up impacting potentially how you play your instrument, whether it's your the bass guitar, whether it's, you know, whatever, lead guitar, rhythm guitar, your vocals, or whoever's drumming at that point with, you know, if it's Zach Wood, how he's drumming at that point as well. It's all going to impact on that and it's going to all create more of that comfort, camaraderie, and chemistry feel to really give the songs that you have a big boost and i kind of just went all like you know ice nine kills hip to be scared you know gives the con gives the songs a big boost or a cut above the rest now he's gotta go uh, hey paul and you know start hacking someone to death <laughs> nice i like that reference um the it, i like i even have a story like that that i was mentioning in the studio was that playing with zach on the drums and at the same time he, he would always do this thing and he didn't even notice it was a total subconscious thing but there's a song we're working on called everything for you um, and in the second chorus, we'd play it for double the length. So the second time through that chorus, it felt like Zach was always giving it a little bit more of a push. And I don't, he didn't even know he was doing it, but I felt it on my end. So to, to be working at the same time, like he's in the other room and I can see him and I could see him going for it just made me want to go for it even more. So the feeling of like 
feeding off of everybody's energy and feeling like, I, I don't even know what the word is for it, but just like the, 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 whatever's going on between all of our heads, like the mind Rawness. melts. Exactly. It's hive just a, mind. It, exactly. It feels like a hive mind. It feels like everybody's <laughs> trading back and forth and we're all connected somehow. It's it's hippy dippy shit, but <laughs> it's, it, it can be considered hippy dippy shit. But if you think about it as well, let's use a live show for an example. I mean, you guys go out live on stage, you're putting out the energy. Now all of a sudden, you know, in the crowd, we see you guys going absolutely crazy. We see you guys going nuts. And the crowd, you know, even if people aren't necessarily sure who you are, they're a little bit hesitant. They're going to see that energy. They're going to pick up on that. And now they're going to want to flow with it. And all of a sudden, you know, the crowd's going to amp up their energy. And then you guys are going to see that it's just going to be a back and forth thing. So like with Zach Wood, you know, giving a little bit of that extra oomph at the, you know, the second part of like the repeat of the chorus at the end of the song. All of a sudden you see that and now you kind of at that point want to give that extra oomph yourself. All of a sudden now you got uh, Julian, you got Noah might be seeing that as well, feeling that as well. Give that extra oomph. So all of a sudden you're going through that song. When we listen to it on the recorded version, when you guys release it, you get to the final chorus and that first part of the chorus, you know, it's going to feel like, it, you know, every other part of the chorus. But then that last extra bit, when you guys repeat it, it might have this just slight, small variation to it. Exactly. But that could be the thing that puts that song over the top because now we're feeling the energy. We're feeling a little bit of this switch, feeling a little bit more of this passion going forward and this progression of emotion. We can be feeling that in the music and that can just add so much more to the song to be the point where people listen to it. That's going to be the thing they latch on to. That's going to be the thing that they remember about the song. And then they're going to want to go back to it and then really dive deep further into the song, get more into it. And next thing you know, now they're diving deeper into the catalog that you guys have put out already. And then you guys are going on the road. And they're going to the show by themselves or with 10 other people or anywhere in between. Right. It's like, it's a crazy thing to say, but I feel like talking to actual music fans, I don't sound so crazy where I'll listen to a song and, and I might not even really like the song until there's a specific guitar part at three minutes and 40 seconds that, that like, that I love for some reason. So I'll listen to the entire song just to hear that one guitar part and then it'll be over. I don't know why why that made it into the song or what happened, but I feel like saying that in front of a pop music listener, I might sound like a complete insane person because the whole point of the song is that it gets to you immediately. Right you off have the to, bat. It's instant gratification. Got to have the hook in the first note. Exactly, exactly. That's why so many songs like start with the chorus so that, and then it has nowhere to go. Where are you going to go from there? Because you gave them everything they need. And then, and then it's just like a flavor of the month. The song dissipates and then is replaced by something else. So it's incredible. And it's such an honor to see all these people who are so open and interested in what you're going to do next. Like I feel at the, at the show seeing people who are waiting for the drop and are excited for the drop and can't wait to lose themselves when the music kicks into that higher gear. So it's just like, it's the best feeling in the world. Oh, I can totally understand that as well. Because again, as the more rock metal music fan, like every time I listen to music, it's like if there's a song, it doesn't have to be the whole song. There has to be just maybe one specific part that I latch onto, like none other. Use a couple examples, even throw one of your guys' song in there as well. Start out with, uh, I'll start with Ice Nine Kills, like Hip to Be Scared, because we had brought that up. I brought that up earlier. Like listening to the whole song, like I liked it, but all of a sudden you get to the wackiness that is that bridge of the whole Huey Lewis in the news inspired thing. And then they take the whole entire skit of Christian Bale's character of Patrick Bateman killing Paul Allen, who was J played by Jared Leto. But now it's Spencer Charnas <laughs> killing Jacoby Shacks and how they played that in there. It's like it makes no sense, but I will listen to that song over and over and over again just to get to that part specifically or on the new uh, Envisions album. Like the, I went through the whole entire album and I'm like, I like this album, but I'm waiting for that one moment where just everything just latches onto me. 
And since I got to interview him, I got to listen to the album like a month beforehand. I've been listening to the last two songs album consistently because like I heard him was like, that's it. Like that is the moment. Or for you guys on your song, uh, Chad, I believe it. If I remember if I'm correct. Yeah. Because if I'm not, then please feel free to roast me. Cause I'm like, I was listening to that song right before we jumped on here. Like there's the parts of the song where all of a sudden it's like, there's like a conversation going between you guys. And all of a sudden you go full blast out into the chorus. Like I'll listen to the song just like, for those parts like that's what draws me in but i want to listen to the whole entire song because it's a good song i don't want to miss Thank out on any of these songs Thank but so it's much. the point that draws you in but the rest of it keeps you in right exactly exactly and i did like the um like kind of like what you guys wrap about pop music as well where it's it tries to grab your attention right away and it just that's it because that's just the way music is consumed these days especially by more of a popular audience and not saying you know rock and metal fans are not that way because there's a lot of people that are that way but just with streaming and everything it's if you don't get grab people in the first like five seconds especially from a pop music standpoint that's it but what uh, julian said as well you know just by the way it's constructed a lot of those songs die in a month of time when it comes to you know popular mindsets with rock and metal fans there's songs that come out it's just like you know they hit right away, but then there's so much more to them where they have so much longer legs to go on where, yeah, yeah they're going to dip in popularity linger. initially, but they're going to stay popular for a lot longer time for a more, you know, maybe smaller audience than pop music just because the rock music, you know, community, metal music community is smaller than the pop music community, but there's much more of it seems like a dedication. So percentage wise, it tends to stick a lot longer. Of right. course. That's what we've heard um, from like exec like people in suits and big music industry professionals is like all you need is a hundred super fans and and you're golden you people who come to who drive hours and hours for the shows who buy your merch online because they want to support you like you can make a career out of those incredibly generous people and that's what we're finding is like everybody's so loyal they're not just going to drop you if if you if you put in the effort for them, they'll put in the effort for you tenfold. So that's what we found. And like, and we're so thankful for all our fans who buy the merch, who come to the shows. There was a guy who drove seven hours to see us or oh, like man. people who drove, who came to the shows multiple <laughs> times over the last tours with Devon I syndrome to see us again. Like right. it's, it's insane. It's like it's, the most it's super yeah. flattering, like just to have those people, you know, care a lot because a lot of people in today's age, age they don't and so to actually see like humanity doing something so kind it's it's heartwarming it's one of my favorite things ever I'm in this for the money like we just need enough to survive and keep making music so we are so grateful for like those 100 and and the constantly growing like people who are there for us and want to support us and want to see us succeed so it's just like the most incredible. We're so thankful. We're thankful for people like you for spreading our name out there. And, and like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you guys are very welcome. And on top of that, just to add a little bit to it, because during the uh, or the show I saw you guys at, I remember uh, you gave me two things. You gave me a, st a Pushing Veronica sticker and then a CD. So the sticker is currently on the back of my laptop. I'm not going to show it to you guys because that means I'm going to have to mess around with everything. But the other crazy videos I make, my crappy flute cover videos, because I just do them for the hilarity part of it. However, whenever I have the camera turned, the backdrop, I have three posters behind me. I've got a Rise Against one, a 30 Seconds Mars one, and a Throw the Fight poster. And on top of that Rise Against poster, your CD is hanging, or is like literally sitting on there, right there. So whenever those videos come out, it's your CD still is being shown in every single one of those videos since you gave it to me. So it's been in every video since the beginning of November. 
Thank you so That's much. That's so fucking man. cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Just keeps adding on to the point where it's like, hey, you know, you guys are making incredible music. And when it comes to every band that's out there, every band that made it big, every band was the size that you guys are and the size that you guys were at some point. Right. So why not? If, 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 you know, oh, they're not that big of a band. No, 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 no. Why not get in on them now? Because then you can watch the growth. You can watch that trajectory happen. And then all of a sudden you can, you know, basically enjoy the ride and watch one of your favorite bands continue to grow. And ever since I started the podcast, there have been multiple bands. It's like I've when I started talking to them, yeah, they were not that big. And I've seen the growth happen over the past two and a half to three years, including you guys. And I'm like, this is freaking awesome to watch because it's just seeing people go after what they want to go after in life, go after their dreams and want to make take the most out of life, make each day count and not take life for granted. And seeing you guys and all the other bands I've worked with as well, seeing you guys continue to grow, can seeing all of you continue to chase after your dreams and make the most out of the life that you guys want to live, it's absolutely incredible to watch every step of the way. And it's one thing I absolutely love to support, which is why anytime I get a chance to go see a band I've had in the podcast play live, I want to be there. I want to be in the crowd. And I want to be the one that basically, you know, you guys might be looking at like, who the hell is the crazy guy in the crowd, you know, getting everyone riled up? Yep, yep. We know who that guy is. Exactly. That's what we love about you. You match our insanity. The, like, like anybody who loves music this much is a total weirdo. And we love everybody. Like, we're just, we're just so thankful to not be alone. Everybody who right. will, will drive hours to go see a show just to support people. Like, it's just the greatest feeling because when we're writing alone, you know, in our rooms with our acoustic guitars, trying to make something, and then we see it, we see people respond to it at the shows and like give themselves over and everybody loses a bit of themselves and throw like throw, checks their inhibition at the door. And they're just there. They're just present for think for something that we created is like the most surreal experience. And, and Definitely. we're just so happy. It makes us like love. We just love humanity for it because everybody's so willing to, to be there and like and we, appreciate and things. We love doing what we're doing. <laughs> Exactly. So that's the key of it all. You have to love doing what you're doing, especially when it comes to doing something that makes you happy and using music as a specific example, because it's not easy. It's not the most, you know, it looks glamorous at points as well, but it's not the most glamorous thing in the world, especially when, you know, you're trying to, you know, be when you're trying to make it, you're still, you know, working your way up to the top. Because like with you guys, you know, traveling around the country, going on the tours of Gemini Syndrome, that's absolutely incredible. But no one's seen, you know, the behind the scenes stuff of you guys getting ready for these tours, you know, traveling from place to place in a van, living, you know, on the road for basically two months at a time. No one's seeing that, but it's the passion that comes in the passion that comes to putting out the music that you love, creating something that you love and being the happiest people that you can be and that your creative outlet to really just connect with everybody. Because I'll even use this as the example. Take a look at the pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic, I, without live music, it was horrible. Just with yeah. no live music because we couldn't get together. We couldn't be, we couldn't get that, you know, happy emotional part where we can just leave our inhibitions at the door, leave our insecurities at the door and just have fun and just let it all go. All of a sudden, you know, live music started coming back mid 2021. You guys were going out on the road. People like myself were going to see as many shows as possible. And every single night we were in those shows, nothing else mattered except for what was going on, the emotions that we were feeling. And at the end of the day, it was like, my God, I am so glad I went to these live shows. I'm so glad that live music is back and just feeling that positivity right. once again, feeling that happiness, feeling that feeling of, you know, you are who you are and that is perfectly fine. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. Absolutely. 
hundred percent. You couldn't have said it better. That's like, that's, that's our 100%. philosophy. <laughs> Absolutely. Now I got to ask you guys a little bit more about some, like the tours you guys went as well. Cause I know you guys were with Gemini syndrome for, what was it? It was two runs, correct? Yes. Yes. Cause it was one in like, you know, like late, like mid to late summer. And then I remember the one that was in October and November. Cause that was the one. Right. That, thankfully I was able to come to because yeah. So when it comes to those tours with Gemini syndrome, cause I know you guys, you guys are crazy. You guys are absolutely energetic up on stage. I've had you guys in the podcast for, I know there's probably some crazy stories you guys got from those tours. So I have to ask if you guys got any crazy stories you're willing to share with me. I'm all ears because I love wacky, crazy stories. All right. I'm going to take a back seat from this one because Julian and Noah are the crazy ones. So you guys, we are, I was cold and it, it was, it was just freezing. I forget where we were. Um, but I locked Noah out of the RV because I'm an asshole. And he had to, <laughs> he had to struggle to climb through the window. Oh, God. Where was up, this? He ended up breaking the blinds on the way in. And so, did I? Yeah, you did. And then for the, rest of the, for the rest of the tour, we had no blinds in the RV. Oh, my God. Or at least, at least on one that? side. That was, that, that was the place with the crocodiles, right? Uh, Louisiana? No, or... it was before, way before Louisiana. No, um, I don't. It it might have been Louisiana. Louisiana's the place with the crocodiles. Yeah, I think it was there. Really? I think okay. so. Yeah, so I'm gonna we're gonna say it's Louisiana, and that happened. <laughs> and so that was a whole ordeal. Oh, and then we had this thing we were trying to make videos for it. I don't know if any got posted. Uh, we call it Julian's Food Review, <laughs> and. But this time we we're gonna do a Ollie rendition of it. Well, so first we did mine, and Ollie, what did you make again? You made like yeah. so milk. Me and Brady, me and Brady, we were stuck at a truck stop for the night, and we didn't. Ha- we had a show the next day, right? So this was the smartest thing we could possibly do: is feed each other completely disgusting food before a show the next day. Whatever but- you can find in the truck stop is what you uh, what you <laughs> ate. So- so the, the goal is like we blindfold the, the, the victim and they have to guess what they're eating and also give us a, a rating. So we film the whole thing Critique. and we just need to edit it and put it online. But um, basically Brady and I went into the truck stop and we bought uh, pickles, um, yogurt, like a, like, a, like a fruity yogurt smoothie, basically. Um, what was the thing that we gave? Like we got Wisconsin garlic, cheese, garlic we got Wisconsin cheese, cheese, cheese. Garlic yes. cheese uh, because uh, we love Wisconsin fruity and, pebbles. and fruity, fruity pebbles. pebbles. So it was a mix of, and also an energy drink. It was like a really fruity, like a pineapple energy drink. So it was <laughs> energy drink with pineapple pickles, fruity pebbles, garlic cheese curds. And, um, we fed it all to Julian in a bowl he was blindfolded. So he had to put like the spoon into his mouth and spill it all over himself. And it was, it was horrendous. And I kind of liked it. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I didn't mind it. I thought the energy drink with the pickles was pretty good. But you want to know what's (laughs) so fucked up? I did this right. And I ate it or whatever. And then it was my turn for me. Oh yeah. This is so fucked up. Yeah to go into the gas station and get a bunch of food and so i'm just running around in there brady's with me as well noah's off doing laundry somewhere (laughs) and like we we went to him for approval for what he did and he did not approve um and uh so i'm running around this gas station with my camera everyone's like looking at me thinking i'm a vlogger or some (laughs) shit and so what did i get i i bought 
You're gonna make I'm... me seem like the crazy person here for not yeah. eating what you made me. Keep yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Shut up. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So I proceeded to buy a think a thing of bananas, uh, sunflower seeds, uh, like barbecue sriracha sunflower seeds, um, Pepto Bismol. Uh, what was it? Over that one. That's the whole reason I didn't eat it is because you were gonna medicate me without me knowing. Potted potted meat. It's like a like a fake meat. Uh, I think about. Oh oh yeah, I bought chapstick and batteries, (laughs) and uh, something else. And then we were getting ready to. We we came back and we were getting ready to make it. I opened the door. Brady goes in ahead of me. And then Ollie's like, I don't want to eat it. We have a show tomorrow. And I'm like, bro. You said that because you were going to give me Pepto-Bismol. You still, I you saw the bottle. It would have been fine. No. You, you I, been... My poop hard, guys. It would have been really bad. You're loud. I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated. Loud. Okay, so You're... tomorrow night we so, can wait, come over so to your I'm house just... and, and feed it to we're, you. Yeah, and by the way, you still owe me $20 if you don't do it. Um, I don't trust you guys not to give me like an overdose amount of Pepto Bismol. <laughs> no, it was a small bottle. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be the test subject there. But yeah, that, those are some crazy stories from Tor. They're That's just trying, just trying to one. preemptively medicate you for the upset something like that was about to happen. Like they were just exactly were trying to help him. And then he's like, people here. Mm. Ollie, have you ever had Pepto Bismol? abysmal and i don't want my first experience to be post i don't know so you've never had abysmal, but you know potted meat i don't even know what abysmal does i just know that it wouldn't hurt you and you were gonna give you. it to your friend it wouldn't hurt you i'm surprised you're more angry about the pepto abysmal rather than the chapstick and batteries <laughs> the chapstick 100 percent. the batteries not so much <laughs> Yeah, out of all oh. of them, because even I was thinking, like, there, there's, there's chapstick and there's batteries a part of that. Like That part. That, this is my first time learning that there was chapstick and batteries in the, in the mix. Oh, yeah? That's your first time knowing? You never said. <laughs> Maybe for a reason. Uh, Maybe then, for, yeah. Uh, I think, I gonna, I think uh, me and Brady were talking about, you remember uh, we were in, uh, it was like between Iowa and a different state, like on uh, Iowa and Missouri, I think? Um, we bought a bunch of fireworks, and I was like, I'm going to put a firecracker in this fucking stew. Um, <laughs> see what happens. See what <laughs> happens? He bites down on it. Just fucking gunpowder and fucking, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Like a charge or something? All I gave you were pickles and energy drinks. Food items. It's called Julian's Food Review. I'm making Ollie's Anything can be review. food if you're brave <laughs> enough. Oh my god. Hey, if it was you, I would have eaten it. Just saying. If I'd given you, if I'd given you Pepto Bismol, you would have eaten it. Yes, he would have. I feel 100%. like we're in a rabbit hole right here, but I guess this this define this is the personalities of Christian Veronica. Julian would eat as much Pepto Bismol as we <laughs> asked him to. Like if you gave me a gallon of Pepto Bismol, I would probably drink it. For the dare, for the vine, for the for the vine, yeah, bro, for the oh, vine. thank God for the vine, thank God <laughs> for, the t- for, the, for the TikTok. <laughs> exactly. Literally, it sounds like, you know, Julian was going to go all like, you guys made Julian go like man versus food, but the food was a like, crazy you'd come up with. Next thing you know, it turns into, hi, I'm Molly. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> one, of these, one of these years, I'm going to break my, my body just like, uh, what's his name? What's the main guy from Jackass? Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Just like Johnny Knoxville. This is what being in Pushing Veronica is all about. 
Oh, no, man. I see you as more of a wee man. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> pretty kidding, sure that, does it, then does that put Julian in Steve-O status? Probably. I mean, either Steve-O or uh, Ryan Dunn when he was still here. Bless his soul. And then, feel, the appearance you know, might be more Ryan Dunnish, but like the actions, I feel like would go a lot more Steve-O. Steve-O, yeah. Next thing Definitely. you know, all of a sudden they're gonna have you know pushing Veronica Jackass just like as its own series, and every time you go on the road, there's gonna be something new. Like all of a sudden, um, you guys are gonna put a massive like hook in a Julian's mouth, and you're gonna throw him in like a swamp Fucking in Louisiana and basically make him be crocodile. Swim, like, swim, swim, swim with gators and piranhas. They don't even need to film us. Julian and Noah would do that to me without any cameras anywhere, just for the sake of just for just to see it. Just for goofs and gaffs. Exactly. Hundred percent. We put snakes in your bed, Ollie. I know. What, what other stories do we have from tour? We have the um, the end of tour pranks that we did on Gemini. Uh, so our the end of the first tour, uh, we were in where were we? Albuquerque. Yeah, Albuquerque. Yeah. Um, and what we did is, you know how when you saw Gemini, they had walk on tracks before they actually got on stage. Mm-hmm. We replaced their walk on and walk off with, I don't know if you know the song, the masterpiece Ram Ranch. Um, Grant McDonald. I, I, I would highly recommend checking it out. Um, <laughs> it's very not, it's very not inappropriate and sexual. It's very, it's <laughs> not very, even a little uh, bit. It's pretty child friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in Albuquerque, actually more people were down with it than we expected. A lot of people knew the song and were singing along. That's what I was so stoked about. But we convinced their sound guy to replace their ongoing track with like the most, the grossest, most sexual thing you've ever heard in your life. (laughs) And their walk off was worse. And people stick around, suck around for that too. Oh, yeah. I don't even know the name of (laughs) that one. That's a song. Oh, you don't know the name of that one? Really, Julian? (laughs) I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Welcome Welcome to the cum zone. Wait, is that the name of it? Yep. Is that the uh-huh. name of it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you okay. got it. <laughs> I didn't know if that was the name or if it had a different name. Blaringly loud through the whole, like, like the subwoofers. <laughs> the venue paid so much for their beautiful speaker system just for us to play Welcome to the Cum Zone as loud as we possibly could. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gemini took us out for a second tour. They weren't, <laughs> yeah. they weren't that mad at us. Like, they couldn't have been that mad if they took you up for a second they probably at first were like what the actual hell but then also it's the last show of the tour you know tour pranks are a common thing at some point so they probably were expected right. to happen at some point and at that point it was probably okay at least they're not going you know full grotesque jackass style stuff they're doing something that will actually just make us laugh and hey if the crowd's into it then just roll with it that was tour- the best part oh, sorry go ahead their tour prank was very wholesome and kind of, I mean, it's charming and funny. Uh, we were playing Chad, and uh, they came up on stage dressed as Chads, like down to the T, and they started throwing oatmeal at the crowd and that kind of stuff. <laughs> and so we thought, like, oh man, this is gonna suck. Uh, they're not even gonna, they don't even know that we got something planned. The best part was seeing all their different reactions, because if you know the different members of Gemini, they all have such diverse personalities. So AP, um, who's usually like very quiet and super like, we love him so much, but he doesn't say much. But to see his like 
he was laughing so hard, harder than I've ever seen him laugh before. Yeah. He was having the greatest fucking time of his life. Aaron, who's like always very like, he's, he's, he's always very put together and he's yeah. so composed and he's such a cool dude. And he was like taking out his earbuds and like checking to see if something was wrong. Our manager is here. Hello. I don't know if she can, I'm gonna unplug these Hi. headphones. So you, Hello. You there we go. Hey. Let me know if there's reverb. I text with you. Yes, you do. How are you today? I am great. How are you? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm on a podcast with, we got Ali, Julian, Noah, pushing Veronica. It's a good day. Everybody, day. this is Lisa, my mother, and also our awesome manager. Gets all the shit done. We owe it all to Lisa. I'm the hammer. The hammer of the band. The hammer that allows the band to prank Gemini Syndrome with some ridiculous walk-on and walk-off music to the point where it is absolutely incredible. I support all the eccentric stuff. She she didn't know until it happened, so we got her reaction, too. She was pretty shocked. (laughs) Was it a good kind of shock or was it like, oh, my God, what are you guys actually doing kind of shocked? I want to say a mix of both. It was a highlight at the end of six weeks. And it was so much fun. Everybody felt so like joyous about it. it. Was just, you know, it was like really deep feeling, lots of laughter. It was so much fun. You know, it was just, it was a, a great payoff after six weeks. It was awesome. An experience. Yeah, it was funny <laughs> as hell. There's only one thing I'm disappointed with, and it's the fact that I was not at that show to experience this prank happen firsthand. <laughs> It's an advertisement for the next one. We can't wait for more people to come out and see random shit like that. Any chance you can drive an RV? Um, I probably can't, honestly. <laughs> I've, I've never driven bit, like large you know, commercial vehicles in my entire life. Probably the biggest car I ever drove was probably my dad's truck, and that's not even that big. I, I, I you know, mowed around in a tiny 2006 Subaru Legacy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Just putting it out there. We may need a driver. Shit, I'd probably quit my job then and just start like driving and then podcasting from the road full time. You're talking about getting a Winnebago last time. So, I mean, that that dream still sounds incredible. I forgot about the whole Winnebago thing too. Because <laughs> yeah, right. in 2021, I did go to two festivals and I tried, I tried getting the Winnebago for the first one. But because my friends had actually invited me and they were taking like the camping spots. And I was just kind of, you know, a part of it, but I couldn't park on that spot. So I couldn't bring the whole Winnebago with me. And then I went to another one out in Virginia. But again, trying to rent a Winnebago and drive it, you know, you know, seven in there, almost a thousand miles one way and then a thousand miles back. I didn't really want to pay the money to do that. Yeah, understood, man. Completely. You could drive a Winnebago. Wait, what's he saying? Uh I said I was going to give it a shot (laughs) because, you know, why not? And then I was going to have like, basically I was going to go to festivals and like basically have like a Winnebago set up in like, the, you know, my as my camping spot, but also have all my stuff set up there. So all the bands that I had met there, you know, after you guys set, you know, come around, hang out for a bit, have like a drink or two. We'll do like a 15 minute podcast from the, like from the festival, have a good time, see what happens. And unfortunately that did not happen in 2021 and 2022, right. I see at the moment we're recording this i'm set to go down to welcome to rockville and i'm waiting for the incarceration live to come out for me and my friends to decide do we want to go to that one or what else do we want to do for like the summer you should absolutely it's it's It's, great i mean that's amazing content and and you're a really good guy you should do that 
I feel like I'd also need, you know, another person like hold the camera because I normally do all this stuff by myself. Like this is this is all me. So I need I can't I only have two arms to do stuff with. Mm-hmm. I need another body to be like, okay, we need to film this a little bit, but I don't know who would actually partake in that. Right. But you, a tripod and fans circling through constantly would be the best. We would follow that like every single time. So can't wait to see what you do, man. And if, if I end up making it happen, all of a sudden I go to a festival and all of a sudden I see Pushing Veronica on the bill, I message you guys right away and be like, okay, whenever you guys are available, let me know. Meet me at the freaking Winnipeg. Absolutely. Exactly. It's like, I've got the coolers packed. I've got everything set up on the inside. We are good to go. So I, even because, honestly, adding a little bit of men there, because now we're talking a little bit about the whole Winnebago idea you used to have, the festival things about it as well. I got to ask, you know, because now we're in 2022, any festivals on the horizon for pushing Veronica? Right now, our main goal is we're getting on tour with Gemini Syndrome. It's going to happen uh, in March, and we're going to be playing. We're going up to Bloomington and back down. So we're so excited to be there with them again. Uh, no festivals yet, but if anybody's booking and wants a rowdy ass punk band to play their show, then we are ready. We can't wait to do it. Did you guys announce this? Did you guys talk about it? Put us on when we were young. Right now. Yes, when we were young fest. If you're listening, <laughs> we're, we're ready. We, we will be there. October 2022. <laughs> Absolutely. Pushing uh, Veronica will be out uh, at least 10 dates, March uh, first date, March 22nd. Right now we have bookings through the April 2nd and some other things that are brewing right now for summer, said the manager. And uh, they're just, they, did you guys talk about the new, the two new songs? Yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. That was, that was like the first moment of business that we had on there. Cause I'm like, there's new music coming out. We got to go into that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they're going to be out. They're going to be out across the country come hell or high water. Nice. Well, a couple of things on that one. An- another run with uh, Gemini syndrome. I think you guys have made really, really good friends with them. First okay. off, one run with one hell of a tour prank at the end of it. Then a second run as well. And now a third run. My, I mean, yikes. That's awesome. <laughs> Not just friends, they're That's family. cousins, uncles, friends, everything. The whole shabam. It's a great way to oh, put it. Now, comment on your shirt. Who's no, shirt? Wait, your shirt is fantastic. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Is that new? I stole it from my boyfriend. Oh, my God. It's so spectacular. Nice. Great show. Okay, now another couple of things. One, when we were young fest, that's I, I gotta ask you guys, have you heard about the meme festival when we were hungry fest? No. No, what's that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys might want to try and get on this because the guys from the band Modern Day Escape, they saw what uh I set my friends on fire were doing with like the whole like when we were young fest, how they bought the like the the uh the IP address for the website how they own it and all of a sudden every time you want to know when we were young fest it one time set my friends on fire's website so smart oh my god yeah, because they didn't get included on the festival lineup and then after like two weeks all of a sudden they did but during that time the band modern day escape because they weren't included on it either and they wanted to have fun with it there's some of the craziest you know funniest meme guys i've ever seen on the uh on the internet what they wanted to do was like, we're going to create our own fest. We're going to call it when we were hungry fest. We're going to have it on October 21st, the day before when we were young fest at a local Denny's. 
Uh, in Las Vegas, and they're really trying to get it going. And like they've had a couple other bands like join in on the fun with them. I believe Absolutely. Attack Attack joined in on the like if they get it going, Attack Attack is joined on the phone with them. Along came a spider, dropout kings have joined in on it. So if for some reason it happens, you might want to call again catch some guys from modern day escape because you guys would fit yeah. in with that crowd so well up at a denny's like even if there was no festival we would just play anytime if they're if they've got a generator we are there i just really want to hear alias yell what the fuck is up denny's all of us everybody in the crowd we're just back and forth (laughs) all the while you know you guys are playing and you need all of a sudden you're gonna have people like you know someone you probably need someone crazy to go up on stage dressed as chad flinging pancakes into the crowd absolutely genius we hope so. Can that I volunteer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it happens, can I volunteer? Yes. Yes. Please. I think we need you on our in our crew and our part of our uh, our team. You've been so supportive. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much. I will say this though, to add to my little resume, I do have experience of throwing food items from a stage during a live show at people in a crowd. <laughs> what did you do? So this was at Rockfest last year, and the first like full day of this of their uh, of their lineup, this band called Gold Franks and Summer or GFM, they were playing four different time slots during the day. And I've had the podcast multiple times. They've been on the podcast solo four times. They're good friends of mine now. So it was the first show they had of that day, and I went to go and see them because it was early in the day. But I'm like, you know what? I want to make sure I see, want to make sure I support them, especially early in the day. Dirt, like right before the show starts, they say, hey, come back for our third set. We got a surprise for you. Okay, cool. At the end of their sets, especially if it's in like an outdoor setting or a festival setting, right. they will take cupcakes that they bought at Walmart and throw them into the crowd. That's insane. So oh, the my fun, God. Full so chucking the, it. So the fun thing they had for me was during the third set that they played, if I came back, I'd be the one to throw cupcakes at the crowd. Hey, what kind of awesome. cupcakes? They were the, as they like to put it, they like to get the cupcake, like just regular cupcakes from Walmart. But when they look for cupcakes, they want to find the cupcakes that have like the most colorful dye possible. And they got these red, white, and blue cupcakes. And I was throwing them into the crowd. I was having a blast doing it. I actually did hit someone in the face. Good shit, bro. Holy shit. So I do have experience. Add on to that. Two days later... I was uh, with one of my friends, and we were watching when we came as Romans play. And one of his friend, one of this guy, this guy, this guy he knew randomly, came up, started talking to him. And he was talking about how he had this weird dye in his on his hat. He's like, "Cause some dummy was throwing a cupcake during a show from the stage. The band let him throw a cupcake, and he nailed me right in the head, hit my hat, and I can't God. get out of it." And all of a sudden, he's like, "I want to meet this guy because I want to give him a piece of my mind." My buddy taps me on the on the shoulder. He's like, "Hey, Kevin." This guy wants to talk to him like, what's up, bud? Oh, my God. You had to talk <laughs> to the guy? What happened? Yeah. The guy was like, you got, he's like, you got dye on my, on my hat. I'm like, you could probably just wash it off, man. I mean, it's just food coloring. Like, it's not bad at all. Oh, my God. I, just, I asked him, did you end up keeping the cupcake? He's like, yeah, I caught it. I ate the cupcake. I'm like, well, you got a free cupcake. I mean, how can you be that mad uh, at a cupcake? There you go. Oh, my God. So... Oh. It, if you guys do that and you guys need someone to go up on stage dressed as Chad flinging cup, uh, pancakes or any weird food, breakfast food, and that Denny's would serve at people. Pepto-Bismol. This sounds like heaven. Oh, my God. No, Pepto-Bismol, please. We might eat Pepto-Bismol afterwards. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Pepto-Bismol water guns. I know he didn't eat his. Stage. We went over it. 
we <laughs> went over how he won't eat his soup. It's healthy for you, Ollie. It's got medicine. Did you guys talk about that dish? I just was looking at the pictures from it, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dish got brought up, and at this point it turned into, first off, you know, Julian doing the whole entire thing, man versus food style, then turns into Ollie going, Hi, I'm Ollie. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> Except he didn't do it. Oh, I never will. You will never medicate me without my knowledge, Julian, no matter how hard you try. That was, a, oh, that was that, a crazy Is night. that a bet? It's <laughs> a bet. Get some, uh, no, I'm not going to continue talking. That's a bet. Yeah, his laxative plan is about to get spoiled. I have the plan of doing, uh, what do you call it? There was a chili cook-off, and I was thinking putting, uh, doing a ghost pepper chili, and then putting laxatives in the ghost pepper chili. See what happened. <laughs> or for someone else? Not yet. I will. I feel like you'd have a lot of problems coming out of both ends at that point. Oh, I, definitely. That's, That's the point. Trouble in Chili Town. All right. So, Noah, Ali, if for some reason you're on tour and Julian decides, hey, you guys want to eat some chili, stay as far away from that as possible. <laughs> no. I've, I've, become, I've become very uh, scared of taking any gift from Julian because I always feel like there's a little bit of a catch in there. Pretty much the next gift's gonna be all right. Here, like he'll buy you like a you know nice tall can of Arizona tea or an Arnold Palmer or something. He'll be like, what's in it? No, nothing. Exactly. He'll find a way to reseal the can, and so when you crack it open, you're gonna drink it, and it is not Arnold Palmer. It is not Arizona tea. It's just straight roofies. Smooth <laughs> with the people at the factory. Yeah. And- <laughs> no, no liquid. Just just crushed up fucking roofie. I was going to say Pepto-Bismol, but then you took it in a whole different direction. <laughs> Just to the next level. Just, Veronica looks very subdued at one of our concerts. It's because the roofies finally got to us. But we'll still put on the show. Yeah. No, it'll it'll be I'll see I'll see uh I'll see both uh Noah and Ollie just up on stage just like rather mellow. And then there's Julian going absolutely ape crazy up on stage, flying all over the place, having a blast, like what's going on here all of a sudden? He's <laughs> like, Yeah, it's these guys um they're just having they're just having, they're just having a little bit of a rough night. And of course honestly, I've got a random feeling that it's gonna be the show that I go and see and be like What's going on here? All of a sudden, everyone else in the crowd be like, what's going on? Why is he energetic? Why are they kind of like cathartic and lethargic? And I'm going to be looking at everyone like, wait, was oh. it? Oh. <laughs> pranks, pranks, pranks. Kevin, yeah, you guys, I'm going to jump out. Nice to meet everybody. Have a great night. And thank you so much for being such a great uh, support system for uh, pushing Veronica. Oh, you are you are very welcome. And Bye, Bye, guys. Always cheers to pushing Veronica in 2022. But of course, we're not done yet because, again, you guys, I got another thing for you when it comes to the whole entire idea with festivals as well. Because I have seen a couple of bands that have been on the podcast before have success with this was getting on festival lineups. And I've seen it happen a little bit more recently. Have you seen certain things on Twitch when it comes to like the Danny Wimmers Wimmers Presents festivals? I forgot who they partner with off the top of my head. But they're doing a lot of like Battle of the Bands competitions on Twitch to basically you know, give bands opportunities to go on and play on some of these festivals. It happened with Louder Than Life. It happened with Welcome to Rockville. I think they're doing one right now, or as we're recording this, for the Escape the Fate tour that's coming up in March and April. Hell yeah, that's it's such a cool way of like, 
getting making interactive and like online people feel because because everybody matters to, to us like as a band who are trying to reach people all over the country the online fans have been just like we we cherish them just as much as we people that we've met in person so yes. just like to to have opportunities like that for everybody to get together on the internet is such a cool it's awesome that like COVID has been terrible, but people adapted and figured out how to make music like still survive and how like create communities all over the country, even though we still haven't been able to see each other. Oh, absolutely. But have you guys potentially thought about maybe doing something like that with getting into one of those competitions For and sure. really working within that to potentially get a spot on one of those festival dates? hundred percent. Let's say if you guys got a chance to it, because I've talked to a couple of the bands that have done it and might have a little bit of an inside track on how to make sure that you guys have the best chance to actually get some of those spots. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a way in to talk to all those people. And like, that's such a cool idea. Thank that's you so nice. much. Oh, you're very welcome. So when it comes down to it, if you guys have any questions on like some of the stuff that I've, I've heard, I've talked to, cause there have done a couple of podcasts and some of the bands have talked about what they've done and kind of what they've noticed about it. You can send them right your way and be like, Hey, or even not like that, but like, have you talked to those bands and like the team that they're that they kind of had behind them as well, helping out with this? Because I'm trying to think. There's um one of the bands called the Dev. They're from Florida. They got in the whole. They got a Welcome to Rockville that way. Uh, another band called To Begin a New. They were in the running for a uh, Welcome to Rockville. Ship rocked, and they they did not win, but they always came in like second or third place every single time. So like getting to like understand, you know, kind of hearing from their stories, kind of how this all went about and it is a great thing to see because it also gives so many other bands a chance to showcase their stuff as well and a lot of the times too is and there's a lot of bands that'll go out there and when they have to do like live performances because they'll make you stream live performances they want to put on the best crispest cleanest show possible which is a which is a part of it but this is where the other part of it comes in you can put on the best show possible but you want to make sure that you get mo the most amount of people on that stream as possible that are ready to vote for you guys. So yeah. you, like you're talking about, you know, get those like 100, 200, like super fans that you can get out there. If you can find a way to galvanize as many fans as possible to get on a Twitch at that day and time that they need to be voting and vote for you guys, that, and you guys put on one hell of a performance, but you know, there are some other bands that'll pump a shit ton of money into a live stream performance to try and put on the best one possible. But if you guys get the fans to vote for you any way you can, that's how you win. Understood. Yeah. Thank you so much. And to all you guys listening, we know that like our fans would be on that in a heartbeat because they're the coolest, like most generous, awesome people ever. So we can't wait for when that day comes for all of them to absolutely. That's going to be amazing. We got to feel like, you know, potentially with you guys is nice friendship or family ship with Gemini syndrome. They'd have a way to help you out with a little bit of that as well. If you guys really needed it. Definitely. hundred percent. We love them so much. So now I've got a feeling I'm end up seeing you guys at a festival at some point in 2022. Fuck yeah! Woo. Well, and, it, and on top of that too, because I know right now with like with the Damers Presents festivals, because they're doing a lot of them. Uh, I know there's, I think the competition for both the Escape the Fate tour and the Welcome to Rockville slots that's already underway. But you got stuff to remember. Damers Presents they do incarceration, they do a lot of life, they do aftershock as well. So there are more chances that are going to be coming up to do this and those are going to be later in the year because of course you know incarceration is july a lot of life is in this in the end of september 
and Aftershock is more like beginning, middle of October. Plus, another thing about Aftershock Fest too, if they do it for this, and if you got, and especially because it is in California as well, if you guys can get on that one, because I've been talking to a couple of people about this as well, they haven't released the lineup yet, but the ticket prices have gone up considerably from the previous year. Now, why could that be? It could very well be because they have two gigantic, massive headliners that are going to draw so many people that show. And I believe my chem is already one of the, like one of the ones that's going to be on there. So if you're going to draw them, what happens if they draw like system of a down to finally to, you know, come for one more show, you're going to have so many people, so many feverish fans going to this festival. If you guys can win a battle of the bands competition and get in on that, Next thing you know, you're playing a show and you go, you know, have a couple hundred people to start out and make the most fun. And next thing you know, instead of having 500 people watching your show, you have 5,000. Exactly. You just described our dream festival, my Kevin system of a down and that's getting to play is like heaven on earth. So I, I hope that happens beyond anything. That'd be incredible. It very well could happen. So keep your guys' eyes out for that specifically when the Aftershock Fest lineup comes out because I'm almost, I'm dead certain my chem is one of them and System of Down might be another one as well. And I'm pretty sure they would do some Battle of the Bands type thing to basically, you know, give some other bands a chance. Jump in on that, galvanize the fans to always, always, always vote for you during that time so that you guys are able to play that festival. On top of that, another one that I can give you a little pointer on too if you get to play one of those festivals. Now, because you have multiple stages going at the same time as well. I don't know where, like, what stage they would end up putting that that ba- that group on. But I saw this happen. I was out in Virginia at Blue Ridge in uh, 2021. A band fan the podcast called Seasons. What they did was because they had a 20 minute set, and they were next. Like the small stage they had was next to one of the main stages, and I forgot what band went on before them. But Wage War was going on after them. So now you have all these people that are in this stage, and they're on the side. During their sound check, they were calling over to people that were waiting, like, hey, if you're waiting for a wage war, come over here and hang out with us first. Like, we're not going to, they said, we're not going to, we're not going to cut in a wage war just set, but you know, you're going to get the energy of wage war and then some right here. So they kept talking about this. They kept, during their sound checks, they were calling people over to try and get more people to show up. And I was in the crowd right for this. They started out with five, like I said, 500 to 5,000. This is the story. They start out with 500. They ended the show with 5,000 people That's watching insane. them. And then all wow. of a sudden, every one of those 5,000, once they were over, okay, you know, a couple people stayed to try and meet the band a little bit. I stayed hi, say back to say hi to some of them. But then everyone migrated just to the next stage to go see Wage War. But everyone remembered seasons from that moment. They had gained so many fans, so many just like, new listeners, their Spotify numbers kept going up, their follower numbers kept going up because I had them on the podcast really right after it happened. That's awesome. Holy crap. Like if again, it just when you guys play on a festival date, if it's a big festival, any way you guys can pull attention to yourselves, any way you guys can get people to come in, whether it's calling people out during their sound checks, having fun with it as well. Cause I know guy I know you can have fun with that. Julian, I know you can have a shit ton of fun with it as well. Oh, no, absolutely. You same with you. Just keep going out there, having fun with it, and try and get as many people as possible before the show, like online, but also before the set, even when you're not like playing, you're just getting everything set up. Call people out there, have some fun, have that interaction going so people are drawn to you guys and then they see you guys perform live and the show just gets nuts. Absolutely. That's such a cool story, man. I love I love how people can like use human connection because that's the most important part of this whole thing is like engaging, learning people's names and making friends with people in the audience before you even start playing. It's just all about us 
having a good time and being all, it doesn't matter who's on stage. It doesn't matter who's in the audience. We're just all there to, to hang out and make jokes with each other and, and have a good time. So I love that. That's such a, we, that is absolutely something we would do if we ever, if, next time we get on the festival. Definitely. It's like, it's not going to be if you guys ever get to do it. It's when you guys get to when, do it at this yeah. point. <laughs> Thanks man. So again, keep that in mind. And I w- I'll even, I'll even help you out with guy, that guy's oh, shoot. I'll help you out with that as well. So like when those lineups come out and I start seeing some of that stuff come out, I'll end up messaging, you know, the band. So I'll message Julian's, <laughs> Julian's mom and like bring up some of this stuff. Like, you know, maybe give this a shot, maybe see what happens because, and see what it's all about. And again, I have other bands that have done this before. I have no other bands that have done this before that can get you guys in contact with. So you guys can learn a little bit more about what to do. Maybe get a little bit more of their insight as well that I don't necessarily have, or didn't get to talk to them to have just add more onto it. So you guys have the best chance possible to get on some of these live shows and what, even with all the bands that I would end up referring you to, because I know with a lot of, it is a competition to try and, you know, get to that point, but all the bands, they don't see this as like a competition where it's, we have to be better, we have to beat these bands out. We have to win. It's just like, and if we don't win it, they're mad. No, if they want, they they love finding new music too. And they love being able to support new musicians that they can connect with. So if you reach out to them and all of a sudden they're going to support you, you can, you're going to support them and you're going to add in more to this rock and metal family from not only, you know, just, you know, within a different, like a new community, but you're just going to add more f- fans and followers from other areas where their communities are very, very, very feverish when it comes to the style of music that we all like. Absolutely. Completely. This one, this one That's from, you know, like this went from like new music to tour stories to all of a sudden, like, I feel like it went from weird, uh, like weird, like Kevin's advice column in a way. Great. It's awesome. Like you, you are so, uh, like, fostering the scene basically like with talking to all these different bands like you give us all a platform to reach people and it's just an amazing thing that you're doing because because uh it's it's hard to make yourself known on the internet it's hard to stand out but you give us all the platform to show what we're all about and to and to reach people so we're just so thankful for like everything you do for music in general people like you are what make this happen Oh, thanks, man. Well, I'm honestly one of the biggest things is just again every single band that has started out. It's they, everything. They just want to get their names known. They want to get you know their music heard. And they want to end up living out their dreams. And the most important thing to do is just you know, especially everybody wants the big bands. Everyone wants to talk to the big bands. My, I'll even include myself in there too because there are bands that you know I've had on there that have been you know have been getting bigger, haven't consistently growing. Some that have you know over a couple million streams on Spotify per month, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. But I do not, I never want to forget about the bands that are up and coming as well, because you talk some of those bands, especially the way I get to talk to them. I just don't get to talk about the music with them or like their bands or anything. I get to actually get to, you know, see you guys and get to know you guys as people through these podcasts and other people get to know you guys as people. And like we were just talking about, gets to build that human connection, builds that whole entire just camaraderie between you guys, between us as fans, between just other people all across the world. So that when people listen to the podcast and people get to know who you are, they get a feeling of who that is. They get a feeling of the, like, especially with you guys, just how wacky and crazy and fun you guys are. And it just makes people want to, especially myself, makes me want to listen to the music even more just because of that, because I get the personality, I can match with it, I can vibe with it. And then seeing you guys live, it's just, this is all natural going forward. And like we said about live shows, letting inhibitions just go to the wind and just feeling like your happiest self every step of the way. Absolutely, man, exactly. I just got a uh, newsflash. 
just found out that Gemini Syndrome has just announced our tour. I'm going to put it online here. Well, shoot, they literally put it online during the show. During the show. No, I'm just looking. They just put up another. I see Meeks just posted the headline tour dates with special guest pushing Veronica. Um, Bloomington, Illinois, Omaha, Nebraska, Denver, Colorado, Greeley, Colorado, Colorado Springs, Colorado, Great Falls, Montana, Salt Lake City, Utah, Sacramento, California, Santa Cruz so far. There's a new poster. I will be reaching out now. There we go. Fantastic. There it is. Wow, perfect timing. This is Indeed. awesome. Absolutely. You heard it here first. Those are the dates, and we would love to see. I know I know the Bloomington show is so far away from you, Kevin, but uh, thank you so much for telling people about us, and we can't wait to see anybody who's out there in those cities. Well, I'll add it this way. If with the Bloomington show, I'm not going to make any promise on potentially making that show. Just again, I don't know the day. It's a little bit further away. It all depends upon time, date, everything like that. However, again, this is just the first run of 2022 for you guys. There's going to be some probably happens in the summer, some that probably happens in the fall as well. And especially seeing, you know, like the first two you guys did with Gemini, or the second one you did with Gemini Syndrome, you guys did three dates in Wisconsin. I've got a feeling you guys are going to come back at some point. <laughs> We love yeah, Wisconsin. Absolutely. Wisconsin is awesome. I have to bring I'm gonna have to bring cheese curds next time. Just like a whole like big bunch of like hey guys, here. Please. <laughs> and we will mix it into some terrible soup, but we promise we will cherish them. Well just just you can have a couple of them that you don't have to mix in some terrible soup, but exactly you, know, you might need to have like cheese curd and like some other kind of soup for all members of the band. So, you know, cheese curds and Pepto Bismol. I was cheese. gonna I was gonna say Pepto Bismol curds. <laughs> Um, let's see what's another yeah. what's another one uh cheese curds and every single flavor of hawaiian punch mixed into one <laughs> or cheese curds and um let's see another crazy good one. Oh dear god cheese curds and four loco there you go oh, oh shit <laughs> i feel like that would just like take a just a horrible turn yeah that would that would and in disaster. That would actually require Pepto-Bismol. Yeah, oh, Jesus 100%. Christ. <laughs> well, shoot, guys, and as we... And all he's going to have to finish every last bite. No. Oh, it's going to have to be recorded. And as instead of just... And first off, it's Julian's food review and Ollie's jackass. <laughs> uh... with, with also featuring Noah in every single bit of it. <laughs> just, just reacting. Yep, just no one's there to punch us in the nuts. <laughs> well, if you guys, you know, get punched in the nuts and all of a sudden come all of a sudden the, the or it could be something like this. Punch you in the nuts and all of a sudden what happens? Can you can you, you know keep that Pepto Bismol and cheese curd soup down, or is it gonna come back out or whatever kind of soup cheese curd you made? They're, uh, they're uh they're stunned with the omelet where they eat the omelet and throw it up into the pan. That's what that's what's gonna happen. Oh dear God! I don't know why I brought that up, but that's what it reminded me of. It does not sound like the best, but now I've got a feeling like I'm gonna get a video sometime soon of Julian's food review where he's gonna eat something, vomit up in the omelet, and then eat it again. Julian's food review. This pasta is very good. Oh my God! <laughs> 
Is it, why is it perfect that he's eating pasta when we're talking about his food review again? <laughs> this, is, this is Julian 101. So next time when you come see us at a show, if you want to bring us the most crazy combination of snacks, we're here for it. We'll film it. Absolutely. Oh, you guys just gave me one hell of an idea. Oh, <laughs> well, because I'll say that's, that's not the only crazy thing I have to bring. So for some reason, you guys have to go out on tour with the band Outlier again. I'm going to end up bringing you guys some crazy soup-like food thing for you guys to eat. And for Outlier, I'm going to be bringing a bouquet of flowers because oh when they God. are done with their set and they're like, you know, thank you, good night, I'm going to take the flowers and throw them at Joey. Oh, genius. <laughs> Directly at him, the whole bouquet. Oh, that's the that's the plan because he told me his whole entire – oh, so – if you guys get, he told me his whole entire story about his, the best concert he went to go see is when he went to go see Tony Bennett perform. Uh-huh. I was just watching that interview before we hopped on this call, and, yeah, and it was the craziest it, like drop ever. Yeah, because I'm like, what the hell? He's like, it was just so cool. And then talking about how old ladies were like giving Tony Bennett flowers, I'm thinking, I gotta do that. Too. Absolutely. So, like, my whole entire plan for that one is is I'll bring the flowers in, but I'm not gonna want to hold on to the flowers like the whole show because I mean I'm gonna want to go crazy in the like in the pit. If I remember correctly, the last time when you guys went on tour, his girlfriend was running merch. And I'm like, if I go back, tell her what's going on and like let, have her hold the flowers. I'm almost dead certain that for the last song, she would run out to give me the flowers like delivery style. So when he said I could just go. Yeet! Absolutely. She would she wouldn't tell him she would be so in on that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> And if, it, and if it's an outdoor venue, honestly, I'm probably going to even buy more and just, like, have more people throw in, like, just Genius. I can. Right. Absolutely. And I got I to get a bad feeling whoever's headlining that night, because how are you going to top a bunch of people throwing bouquets of flowers at the band before you? True. I mean, they'll just have to throw whatever's in the audience. They'll have to throw cupcakes and whatever they can find. Oh God, here come all the red solo cups up on stage. Exactly, exactly. We're not trying to trash the stage. We're trying to throw more stuff on there to tell you the last band. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a pattern. More tour pranks. Exactly. Or, or if you guys do the whole entire when we were hungry thing, we're going to throw pancakes up on stage. Denny's, <laughs> anything you can get at a Denny's. The Denny's grand. <laughs> throw a whole grand slam. Oh guys. my God. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's going to be all right. Who get, I'm going to throw the bacon somewhere. All of a sudden, I'll throw the, uh, let's see, I'll throw the pancakes at Noah. I'll throw the, uh, I'll throw the eggs at Ollie and at Julian. What did I throw at Julian? You know, I'm just going to throw my huge glass. Of- throw a guitar at me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to throw a whole glass of milk just at Julian. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's Julian's warm up ritual before the show is dousing himself in a whole glass of milk. So it wouldn't be that wouldn't be that foreign. Speaking of throwing stuff at bands, um, I don't think we went over our tour prank for Gemini on this past one, where we 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 decided okay we did uh, we had a marketing strategy of taking all of our leftover patches on the last day of the show and throwing it up at them and throwing it out at the crowd at the same time. Uh, I thought it would be a good idea to go out on the stage, and but Aaron knows kung fu, <laughs> and he proceeds to while singing just flip me. I go right on my the back of my neck, and it's epic. It's, he never missed a beat. Yeah, he didn't miss a single beat. 
<laughs> this really happened. This, uh, this not lying. Lying. <laughs> it, Yeah, I think there's, there, there's, there's some film somewhere. Absolutely. I gotta find this video if you guys post it anywhere. If it's not, please, for the love of God, send me this video. I gotta see just this we'll perfect post it. shot. For sure. He tried to flip Ollie. He didn't flip Ollie. He grabbed me. I forget what he did, but he like put me in a like a light chokehold. He's like, this is a warning, basically. And then I left the stage. And but he, with I, you, he just went all out. <laughs> he took you out. He took me out hard. Yeah. I'm shouting from behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, you are. Probably shouting, do it! Exactly. Right. I'll give it to Kevin. I'll give the footage. He can post it. Oh. Yes, absolutely. Exclusive. Oh. Feature. Oh, what I'll do with that then is I'll use it as like the promo video for the podcast. It's like, wait, what? no, this actually happened. Like, this Hell is yeah. Because I always create wacky promo videos now. And so if you guys give me some material to work with, oh, I'm going to have some fun with it. On top of the other stuff, I could probably think of what to do with you guys. <laughs> you're cool. the best. Thank I'll, you. Next thing you know, all three of you guys are going to be sitting in a row somewhere and your heads are going to be going up and down like this, like your Canadians from South Park, you know, yelling at somebody. <laughs> can't wait i'll probably find something where you know it's two people yelling at one person so it can be noah and oliver yelling at julian and i'll have him holding a can of like a glass like pepto bismol <laughs> yeah what was that mixed with it was like with like soy sauce something like that yeah. i don't know Oh god, you guys gotta keep giving me more ideas for when I get to see you guys next on tour or whatever the heck i'm gonna bring you like this Absol- weird insane soup of we're, no, we're, we're so excited. The we're craziest so excited. care package. We can't wait. It'll be the craziest care package. And then all of a sudden you guys are going to try and be like, what the hell? And all of a sudden there's going to be an, like a second box. You're going to open up and it's going to be like, you know, an actual legitimate like care package. Of stuff. Oh man. <laughs> Thank that, you. Like, like whack. Cra- Cause as much as I like the white crazy stuff, I can't, like, I, I can't be just straight up like evil and mean. No, no, no. I got to throw <laughs> something in there a little bit more because like seeing you guys perform is absolutely fun as all hell. Having you guys in the podcast is just as fun. So you know me, I always like to you know show my appreciation any way I can, and even if it means you know yeah, I'm gonna give you the wackiest, craziest soup to eat. Just you know, add to Julian's food review, which all you guys are gonna end up having to partake in. There's gonna be a little added on there part to it because well, I can't leave you guys just with like some wacky, crazy prank soup. No, no, no. I've got to leave you with something better, like. I'll, you're gonna open up the box and it's just gonna be full of cheese. <laughs> we can't wait. Thank you so much. There's no better cheese than Wisconsin cheese. So it's thank you so much. Oh, but it's like, <laughs> ooh, we got this cheese. We got this cheese. We got this cheese. We got Absolutely. This cheese. The curds, curds that's for the, That's the perk of touring that no one tells you about is you get to eat food in all different states and like every single state is its own thing. Oh, I know. And that best part about it is I know exactly where to get you guys different, all like, not just normal cheese. Like, I'm going to get you guys some crazy cheese where you're going to taste and be like, I can't believe that this cheese actually exists, but why have I never had this before in my entire Hell life? Hell yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, guys, this is the chance for you to say anything you want to say. Plug whatever you want to plug. Promote whatever you want to promote at the end of this podcast. So floor is yours. Thank you, man. If, if we're allowed to say anything... There's one thing I want to promote that's a little bit outside of music. If you're in LA and you're listening to this and you're uh, 
Oh no! He oh left. no! Oh no! He oh, left. No. He was gonna plug his. Uh, he's selling motorcycles at Harley Davidson in uh, Woodland Hills, Calabasas area. So um, he would love if you stopped by. And also, as pushing Veronica, we want to say please come see us on tour. We just listed those dates on earlier in this conversation. We'll go again. I'm blanking on some of the cities, but Bloomington, Omaha, uh, uh, um, uh, Colorado there's like, Springs. There's like three bunch in Colorado. Of different states. Denver, so, Greeley, uh, Great Falls, Salt Lake City, Sacramento, Santa Cruz. Yes, so we would love to see you out there. Uh, Julian's giving me a call. I'm going to put him on speaker so he can wrap his motorcycle business. Give me one second. Yeah, okay. Uh, Julian, you're on speaker. Um, go ahead. Give us your ad. Uh, my ad is if you're in the LA area and you're looking to buy a motorcycle, come to Mulholland Harley Davidson. It's if, if you look it up, I'll hook you up. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> I got you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Aside from that, we have so much new music coming in the next couple months. So uh, keep an eye out for that. We got at least two singles. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, all right. That was not gonna lie. That was absolutely that was incredible to have Julian not talk. Like leave yeah. the call right at the perfect time. He's about to plug his stuff and then get him on speakerphone. I know. This is awesome. Alrighty, so now it's time for me to close my podcast with the next three things. First things first, when it comes to pushing Veronica, they're going to be on tour with Gemini Syndrome in March, so you're going to want to see him perform live whenever you can. And if you can't see him with this little Gemini Syndrome tour, you're going to want to see him live when they go on tour, probably in the spring and fall. So be able to check that out. You want to follow him on social media. You want to follow him on YouTube, watch some of their YouTube videos. You know, especially when, you know, they do the Julian's food review stuff. You're not going to miss out on that. You want to buy some merch. You're going to want to get to know this band. And you're going to want to potentially, you know, not potentially, you are going to want to follow him on Spotify, subscribe their stuff, you know, Apple Music, whatever streaming platform you like. So for all that stuff, you guys know what I do. Look at the description of the podcast because you're going to be able to find all the links and labels to their socials to where you can buy some merch, where you can listen, download, stream, buy their music. Everything's going to be there. And I'll even help you out with putting the website for Julian so that if you're looking for a motorcycle, you know exactly where to go. I'm helping him out there so that he does not miss out on that. Now, number two, guys. Milwaukee. Yeah. We LA is. Come, come over. <laughs> well, the best part about Milwaukee, I mean, when it comes to where Harley Davidson was originated, where the offices are, right here, my friend. Oh, wow. Hell yeah. So the second part of this is, guys, it's time for me to make you the promise of when I get to perform live next. I'm not, well, we'll see about the whole entire suit, but the one thing I guarantee you is this. I will bring you cheese. Woo! Thank awesome. you so much. We're so excited. I don't know how much cheese we're going to end up getting in this in a box, but I'll put it this way. I'm making sure you guys get some good, good, good cheese. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. If, I'll take a look at the day to see if I can get down there. I'm not going to make any promises, but it'll have to be summer or fall. Then I'll get to see you guys perform live, and I'll bring you some cheese because the best part about the place that makes the best best cheese that I know, it's less than a half mile away from where I live. That's incredible. Awesome. Oh so, my god! Awesome. Literally, it's gonna be like I, I'm like I'll, before a show. I'll quickly run over there, get some cheese, bring it over to you guys. So at oh, this yeah. moment in time, is this goodbye for the podcast? <laughs> no, because well, goodbye implies that this is not gonna happen again. This is the second time we've done this. We're not gonna leave this at just a second time. We're gonna have to do this again in the future. Have pushing Veronica on the podcast. On top of that, 
I am going to see him perform live once again, and I am going to bring him cheese because their live shows are so much fun, so you should go see him too. So on that note, Julian on the phone, Noah and Ollie, thank you for being on the podcast, and this is not goodbye, my friends. Of course, this is. See you later. See you later, man. Thank you so much for this. Bye. Well, folks, that was my interview with Noah, Julian, and I from the band Pushing Veronica. They've got brand new music coming out in 2022. They just announced a tour with Gemini Syndrome once again for March and early April of 2022. So you want to get tickets, you want to see this band perform live, you're going to want to get to know the band, get to know more about the band, get to follow the band, everything about that. So if you want to do that, take a look at the description of the podcast below. You'll find links to all their socials, YouTube, where you can buy some merch, you can buy, download, stream their music, everything about it. And also, if you're in the LA area, buy a Mike, buy a Harley from Julian. The link's in the description below as well. Along with all the stuff for the Core Progression Podcast. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us on there for all the crazy stuff. Even TikTok as well. We're adding that in the mix now because, well, giving that a shot again. We'll see how that goes. YouTube link is going to be in there as well for our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube right now. If you're not watching the podcast videos on YouTube or listening on YouTube, you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts iHeartRadio, and of course, Amazon as well. I want to thank our sponsors, Custody Views and Phoenix Fitness. And before we close it out, I want to thank Pushing Veronica once again. If you have a chance to see this band perform live, I suggest you do. They bring the fun energy, the heat, everything you could want in a live show. These guys bring it. Don't miss out on them. So on that note, <clears throat> that's going to be for you guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the Core Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one of the big, healthy, and hearty See you.